What's going on, everyone? Welcome to a stressful episode of the podcast. Uh, definitely been an unusual uh, college football Saturday, uh, to say the least. If you've been watching any of the games, especially the Tennessee-Alabama game that happened earlier, uh, right now USC is playing Utah, which is a little stressed out at the moment. Uh, that game has been going back and forth, especially with the USC having control for the majority of it. But it has been a stressful college football Saturday. Um, but also we've had a lot of other stuff going on this past week as well. Uh, puck drop for the opening season for the NHL, which we were excited about. I had my NHL fantasy draft, which I wasn't too thrilled about with my team that I drafted. I was thrilled about doing the draft, to say the least. But the way my team drafted, or the way I picked my team, uh, yeah, that definitely was not happy with it. I made some good ones, but it's, yeah, my team is not good for fantasy. And it's the same feeling that I did when I did my NFL draft uh, for fantasy this year. I just walked out like I have no idea what I did. That's literally the mentality that I had for my NHL draft. So we'll see. We we will. Um, it's it's a long NHL season, and it's, you know, we're, we're happy that everything is back. Um, also this week, we have the NBA season kicking off as well Tuesday Raptors home opener is on Wednesday which you know I'm very excited about looking forward to it trying to get tickets to it uh to the game obviously ticket prices for home openers any type of game in Toronto is just skyrocketed it's just to the moon it, it's it has it's hard and I get it's home opener and as a Raptors fan and obviously being the only NBA team in the country Everyone is excited to go and watch and try to get tickets. Now, like the smallest price, uh, or sorry, the lowest price for the ticket right now is $90, and it's like row 19 up in the nosebleeds, which I shouldn't complain. It is the home opener, and I'm excited for this Raptor season. Um, definitely looking forward to it. But again, just like ticket prices, and then like also when you have advance ticket prices come out like I do with the Raptors. I always get, you know, uh, the, the ticket code that Ticketmaster sends and you try to sit there. So like a month and a half ago, I'm sitting there trying to bid on which games. And like, as soon as I was able to log in, it was just like looking at all these tickets. And I was looking at Golden State on December 18th. And like, by the time I got in, I was like 1100th in queue. And by the time I came in, the resale value of the tickets were going for like three fifty for per ticket for that game. Some were selling for like two fifty in the nosebleeds. I get it. Golden State just won the NBA championship. Steph Curry, the roster, but again, just like ticket prices, just bam through the moon, just unreal. And I know the Toronto market is always going to be tough with tickets. If you're a Toronto Maple Leafs fan, I do feel bad for you. Not because of what's been happening to your team. It's just your tickets are just outrageous for the prices. They are. And I know the Leafs history, the fans, everyone wants to go. It is just boom. Now, I know that the NHL has profit sharing and, you know, those high ticket sales do help out the lower farm, like the lower teams that, you know, don't really, you know, do well. 
but again, it's still like, you know, I don't have to go to Buffalo all the time to watch a hockey game or go to Detroit because a ticket for the same type of seat at the Scotiabank Center is, you know, a fraction of the cost. And like when Pittsburgh comes, like, I don't know, uh, like I remember like a couple of years ago, I paid 85 bucks US when the Canadian and American dollar was at par. So like roughly like after conversion, I was like 90 bucks. Like, like it wasn't exactly a par, but like it was still fine. Like 90 bucks Canadian for a hockey ticket, center ice, three rows behind the bench of where Sidney Crosby was sitting. Like, do you like, that's great. I remember I had seats right behind the penalty box. I think I paid like 70 bucks the one time and you know, you get to see a lot of different players, but again, like that's the price value. You get that at a Leafs game center ice, you're paying 500 bucks minimum and, and it will be the Carolina hurricanes or like the Florida Panthers coming in or like Arizona. Like you're, you're looking at tickets here. Now I know that I mentioned Florida Panthers, um, and some others, but like, it's, it's kind of ridiculous for ticket prices. And I'm going rambling on about this. Um, but again, the Raptors season does kick off this week. Um, a little stressed out earlier from the, uh, USC Utah game, which is still going on. It's tied 35, 35 USC with the ball back right now, marching their on their own 44, uh, first and 10, uh, so we will see how that goes. But let's kick it off with, um, I will talk college football in a moment just because I'm going to have to do the rankings or a little prediction for tomorrow um, because it was a, a exciting day but also a stressful day. And if you're watching the Alabama-Tennessee game, you will know why, especially coming near the end. And now that was, that was probably one of the best football games to see. If you're a fan of offense, if you're a fan of defense, you were not happy with that game. Uh, but I will get to that momentarily. Uh, but let's kick in with my picks for the NFL for this week. Uh, week, we are, Where are we now? Week six of the NFL. Um, did my picks last week, went three and two. Uh, like, you know what? Last Sunday was stressful, too, for my picks. It, it really, really was. Um, hopefully everyone did enjoy their Thanksgiving last weekend. Uh, but again, picks last Sunday. Uh, Packers dropped their game 22, sorry, 27 to 22 against the Giants. That was the game in England. Giants are now four and one. Let's let that settle in. I know they've had their issues the last four years, but they're now four and one. Bills came over with the Steelers with a dominating game, 38 to three. Eagles beat the Cardinals. Bengals did drop to the Ravens on Sunday night. A shootout. Between the Saints and the Seahawks was just remarkable. And when you have the Saints defense playing for fantasy football, it, it's not remarkable because you lose points the more points you give up. And that is just great to see. Um, but again, Seahawks win, went 3 and 2, now sitting at 17, 17, 7, and 1. That 1 is always going to come back to haunt me because of the Colts and Texans tie from week one. But now we have new set of picks. Here we are again. Uh, we are week six. So, and also it is now coming to bye week. So please, if you have your fantasy football team, please make sure that you are checking your rosters and making sure that you're making sure the players are not, 
you know, in your lineups if they're on a bye week. Uh, Detroit is one of those teams on a bye week. Uh, but again, my picks, uh, going with Vikings over Miami. Uh, Tua is still in concussion protocol. Uh, Bridgewater hopefully should be ready to go. Uh, but I do like the Vikings. I think overall when they're going to be competing against Miami, I don't think Miami's going to be able to keep up with that just because, again, they, they did have a hit on their team. Um, but I do like the Vikings over Miami, Bucks over Steelers. Steelers are just a mess without TJ Watt. Kenny Pickett's there. But again, you're facing another good team. You, you are. You're facing another good team. And look what Buffalo did. The Bucks defense is just as good as Buffalo. So it's going to be another uh, rough day for the Steelers. Um, Cardinals, Seahawks, I'll get to that in a moment. Uh, I kind of flip-flopping back to who am I liking. Uh, Eagles and Cowboys, I'm going to go with the Eagles over that. That's going to be their toughest matchup there for the division. And I like the Bills over the Chiefs. I know a lot of people are like, it's uh, Patrick Mahomes' first time being the underdog. But you know what? Let's give the Bills respect. Let's give that. And I'm going to give that to you. I'm going to go with them. They've helped me out before in the past. But I do like the Bills over the Chiefs. Give them the respect. They have been playing great. They have been dominating. And you know what? I see them winning this. A lot of people see this as an upset. But to me, it's like... As much as Patrick Mahomes is the underdog, I'm going with the Bills as the underdog. Mahomes has done a lot of things to this Bills team. We we know the past. As much as the Bills have been dominating this season, they they like they're, they're going to be facing a wall eventually. But the Chiefs are that wall that they face over the past couple of years. So I like the Bills over that. Now the Cards and Seahawks is a tough one. The Cardinals have been a roller coaster to say in the start of the season. The Seahawks have been a little sneaky. They're producing an offense. They're, they're playing well. Geno Smith has just come out of nowhere, kind of revitalized his career a little bit in Seattle. But it's kind of tough to see who I'm going to go with. Like, the Cardinals have the better defense, but the offense of Seattle is surprising. It, it is. Um, but in my mind, it's going to be a close one. It's a game that you may not want to pick if you're doing a spread I pick, but I'm just doing straight winners. I do like the Cardinals to win, but this game will be a lot closer than that. Um, as much as you're like, oh, the Cardinals, but again, the Cardinals can be hit or miss. And I think the Cardinals will sleep on the Seahawks and the performance, and the game will be a little bit closer. So again, Cardinals over Seahawks. Uh, but I do, So again, Vikings, Bucks, Cardinals, Eagles, and Bills for my picks for tomorrow. I will recap for my next week's episode of that, but it's definitely going to be it's going to be an unusual day tomorrow, to say the least, with games. Um, like again, Cardinals, that one going to be a tricky one. Bills, I do like that as much as everyone is saying the writers that the Chiefs are the underdogs. Let's, let's really think about it. As much as the Bills have the success of everything going on, they are really the underdogs because just because when they've played against the Chiefs, the Chiefs have just had their number every time. They have. And it's, if you're a Bills fan, you know what I'm talking about. The Chiefs have just been remarkable when playing against. It, it has. It, it really, really has. So we will see how that goes. Um, hopefully a 5-0 weekend. I am really hoping for that. So lots of stuff going on. Uh, update. USC just scored. Uh, Caleb Williams passed to Michael Jackson, the 
second for 20 yards. Um, just a great, yeah, I'm, I'm happy they're taking the lead, but again, still plenty of time. This game has been going back and forth, and USC has struggled against their trying to stop Utah's offense. They really have. Uh, but again, let's talk about college football. Why not? It's Saturday. A lot of exciting games have gone on, and it's, you know, it's, it's always great. And yes, I am going to review the rankings coming into it, and I'm going to do my predictions like I did before for tomorrow, because again, around 2 o'clock every Sunday, the AP Top 25 comes out, and we see who's the new number one team in the country. Well, shocker, there's going to be no new number one. Well, this week coming in, there was a new number one, but tomorrow when it comes out, there won't be. Georgia came in this week as number one with their nice, beautiful win against Auburn. Uh, Ohio jumped up to two with a nice, great win over Michigan State. Alabama, the game that I talked about last week with that ending defensive stand with against Texas A&M, cost Alabama number one, dropped them down to three. And every week I do talk about how inconsistent the poll is. Georgia barely beat Missouri a couple weeks ago. They dropped down one spot. But Bama barely beats Texas A&M, and they drop down to third. I get that Ohio State beat Michigan, but again, the inconsistencies of this. Uh, Clemson did jump up to one. Michigan did drop down to uh, five. Uh, like Indiana, Boston College are basically the same. Like when we're looking at it here, again, like there shouldn't be that much of an impact. Uh, Tennessee. They do deserve moving up to that. And Tennessee is going to be moving up a lot more tomorrow when we see the rankings. And like they're sitting at six coming in today. They had the upset against Alabama, which was great. Now, Alabama, if you watch the game near the end, Alabama definitely blew that game. If you did, like, what was it, 45 seconds left? You run three pass plays in a row. And. Like you and you miss the field goal. You're on your thirty. You're on their thirty-five, almost forty, but you don't run any plays. Like you don't actually do a run play. You have the opportunity. Like Gibbs, McClellan, were, were, were running great against these guys. They were. You you had the opportunity. I guess I get it. You have Bryce Young, but the offensive play and calling for that final minute of that game for Alabama is the reason why they lost. Hands on to Tennessee with the upset. We know the history between Crimson Tide and the Volunteers. But again, Bama blew that game. The offensive play and calling for that final minute was the reason why Bama lost. Again, nothing against Tennessee. The outright won. They marched down, got the game-winning field goal. But again, Bama's to lose. That was Bama's game to lose at the end. That is, if you're a Crimson Tide fan... It was. If you're an offensive fan, it was a phenomenal game. Hooker to Hyatt was just great. Hyatt, definitely the player of the game. Five TDs over 207 yards receiving. Just remarkable on what he did. Great game. They, they didn't have an answer to stop Tennessee's offense, and they were able to get through it. And Tennessee went off big in the first. They, up, they put 21 points in the first quarter. They had 28 at halftime, but Bama just found a way to get it, and there was a shootout. But again, Bama's way to lose. It, it was. But again, congratulations to Tennessee with the upset. They did seal the win. 
they they stopped Bryce Young. They got him to drop the wide receivers. The great coverage. Just again, when you're when you're at that point, you have a minute to go. You have three run plays. Why are you doing this? <laughs> like not enough said, but Bama did blow that game. And USC, who's playing Utah right now, and I've gone back and forth discussing this game. They're up 42 to 35. Utah, who's easily moving the ball against USC, um, which has been very stressful today. Um, we'll see how that game plays out. Uh, Utah is ranked number 20th. Uh, USC came in at 7th this week. They dropped down from 6th, obviously, with Tennessee's nice win over LSU. And then they also had their good win against Alabama today. Oklahoma State was at 8. They dropped a game against TCU. So that will be, will be in effect. Old Miss has been very good this season. Again, with another win today against Auburn. They beat Vanderbilt last week. Penn State, which lost today, sorry, lost today to Michigan. Um, that will affect them tomorrow as well. So we will see how everything goes. So I'm just looking at uh, the schedule for today because um, we didn't add a lot of college football, a lot of football. So I'm just going to pull up the Pac-12. Why not? Let's just see here who did play today. Okay, so UCLA did not play today. Um, they'll be back next week, which I believe is against UC, USC. Is that next week? Uh, no, against Oregon. So that'll be interesting to see too. That's going to be a great game to watch. And I'm amazed they have it at the 3.30 game. I at least think that would be a Saturday night game. Um, but again, so going back to the rankings. So I've talked about it already, the games. Um, so tomorrow around 2 o'clock is when the rankings would come in. That's what we're looking at here. Uh, so right now, even Oregon didn't play today. So no ranked Pac-12s other than uh, Utah and USC that played today. So just taking a look here. Okay, so let me just get back on track. So Georgia will remain at 1. Ohio State will still remain at 2. Though they didn't play today, they, they will still be at 2. Alabama will definitely drop. And they will they will drop hard. Uh, Clemson, who is playing right now uh, in this game, or not, well, they are playing. So I'm just pulling up that schedule too, uh, just to take a look at the top 25. Yeah, Clemson is playing right now because I'm just looking at the schedule. Uh, Clemson's playing Florida State. Uh, that game is over 34 28. Uh, from what I've seen. So Clemson will probably jump up to four. Michigan will probably, or sorry, Clemson will will jump up to three. Michigan will jump up to four. Tennessee will jump up to five. Maybe. I'm kind of thinking that's how it may play out. I'm going to take out a limb here. Clemson, uh, Michigan, both stay at four and five. This is a really, let me just take a look at Tennessee's record. The way Tennessee has been playing the last two weeks, the blowout against LSU, them winning against Bama, Tennessee jumps up to number three tomorrow. Alabama, uh, depending on how everything goes, will be outside the top five. That's what I'm looking at here. 
It'll be a long time since they've been outside the top five, but with their first loss, Bama uh, will probably be the lower end. I'm going to say Bama will be ranked. Bama will be ranked number 10 tomorrow. That's going to be the title of the episode. Bama will be ranked number 10 tomorrow. Just because there have been a lot of teams who have won and deserved to move up in those ranks, and we'll see that here. Uh, TCU won today against number 8 Oklahoma. They'll probably crack the top 10. Hey, even UCLA and them not playing today may get them into the top 10. Uh, But Oklahoma, they can see them dropping out of the top 10. Old Miss winning today will move up. So look for Alabama to be outside of the top five, probably looking at seven, eight, or nine. And it also depends on what USC does. The game's not over between USC and Utah. But let's say Alabama drops to 10. That's my prediction. Alabama will be ranked 10th tomorrow at the AP 25. That's what I'm saying. But will it happen? Probably. But for me, if I'm from the writers and the way actually Alabama has played the last couple of weeks, having this close one to Tennessee, losing the Texas or almost losing the Texas A&M the week before, 24 to 20, it's it could be a drop. It could be it could be a big drop too. Remember, like we know how the system is ranked. We've seen it before. And at one point last year, we had one undefeated in the playoffs with Cincinnati. But with the way everything is going, everyone here is winning. They're beating some good teams, and Tennessee deserves the respect. Why not give them the number three spot? Why not have them jump over Clemson and Michigan? Like Michigan, actually, you know what? Michigan and Clemson will switch. So my one will be Georgia, two, Ohio State, three will be Tennessee, four will be Michigan because they beat the number 10 ranked team. Clemson will be number five. Clemson will drop down a spot. That's what I'm saying here. But it's it's going to be an interesting tomorrow when the top 25 comes out, but the way they've been playing the last two games, it's it's been it's been hair-pulling if you've been a Crimson Tide fan and been watching the games. But again, like we'll, we'll see. But again, Georgia one, Ohio State two. Give the Volunteers respect. Put them at number three, Michigan four, and then Clemson number five for my top five rankings. Uh, the rest, it, it's it's really hard to predict. But that's going to be my top five, and Alabama will be ranked number ten. That's what it is. Uh, six, seven, eight, nine. Uh, Oklahoma State will be out. USC hopefully closes out the win today. We can see UCLA and Oregon coming in. Even TCU can jump in. Um, But I do like what I was kind of predicting here. But again, uh, my prediction, Alabama will be the 10th ranked team tomorrow at around 2 o'clock. Well, the hockey season kicked off earlier this week, and everyone in the world was excited that hockey was back. It's great time, uh, especially if you're a Canadian and you, you watch hockey constantly. But it's great to have the season back and ready to go. And a lot of questions, obviously. And I mentioned it on my episode before I went over each division. Kind of did a little, my top three teams from each division. Also, my prediction for the wild card. Didn't really look into 
uh, Stanley Cup favorites, which I was going to try and look at today. Uh, but again, it was good. Now, the first week, obviously, like the Stanley Cup isn't written in the first week of the season, but you do see the contenders, and it's a long season here, folks. Like, it's October, Thanksgiving just passed, the first week of the NHL. You can't really be like, no, the thing, the Stanley Cup is theirs for today uh, after the first game. Like, as much as I'm happy that Pittsburgh is 2-0 and they've scored six goals for their last, for their first two games, actually, and only given up two goals each game, I'm, I'm excited for that. But, again, it's only October here, folks. Like, <laughs> the road to the Stanley Cup is a long ways away, and this is just, you know, a grained in that road. And, you know, the Leafs lost their first game. We saw that Montreal and Toronto matchup. You know, we saw the struggle there. But, again, it's the first game here, folks. Lots they, Like, they recovered since then. They, they won two straight. Uh, they beat Ottawa today. They just beat Washington the other night. It was a close one with Ottawa today. But, again, when they play Ottawa, you know, it's always an intriguing game when you see those two clubs go against and receive it with uh, Washington as well. But again, a lot of things happening, like Tampa Bay lost. Is there a lot of question marks there? What's going on? The season's just starting out. And like, you know, main cores are still there, but they're still making adjustments as well. We're seeing faces on new teams. Like Florida has been revamped. Huberto was traded to Calgary for Kachuk. Kachuk is now uh, in Florida. You have Johnny Huberto in Calgary, both in new environments. Nazem Kadri was Back in Canada, playing for the Flames. Playing very well for today. Edmonton, can we expect them to, you know, make a deeper run than they did last season? Can, can we see that? But again, it's it's just too early to start realizing, oh, this is in trouble. Like, Toronto and goalie situation, it's the same old, same old story every year. But we'll see how it go, plays out. Murray is on LTR. Samson Alpha will be the face of that uh, starting for the next little bit, and we'll see how it all goes. Matt Murray hurt himself today, but we'll see how this goes on. It's it's going to be a long season here, folks, for every team. Like, it's not just your team that's going to be a long season. Every team is going to have a long one. It is. So, again, it's an 82-game season. Right now, just be patient and see how it all plays out. It is. And my top ten is... Tonight is going to be NHL teams to watch this season. It is. Like, some could be higher than your page, some of them. But these are the 10 teams that I will be looking at, and I'll be doing that uh, momentarily. But, again, it's it's up and down. A lot of things are happening. Like I said, Pittsburgh's undefeated. Great. So is Philadelphia. Rangers are 2-1. and one. They, they started earlier. You know, uh, Columbus is 0-3. Jersey is 0-2. Like, let's just take a look here. Uh, Tampa again, one and two. Tampa could be struggling. They won one game. They lost. They won their home. They they won their first game. But we'll see. Like Buffalo's one and one. Toronto's two and one. Let's go take a look here uh, in the West. You know, Vegas is up two. Like right now, uh, Seattle is one game and no T loss. Like it's like San Jose is zero and three. Vancouver is zero and two. Anything could change than this. We've seen it before. Now, like, the question is, are we going to see who the pretenders are and the contenders later on? Oh, obviously, we see that every year. 
and we're doing this with the NFL right now. I'm going to be coming up to week eight in the next couple of weeks and looking at, well, who is your contenders for the Super Bowl? Who are your pretenders? Like, who is not there? Like I mentioned, the Giants are four and one. Like, we'll, we'll see how that plays out. We look at um, the Indianapolis Colts, who have been up and down, who had a lot of, you know, eyes on them to perform this season. They're not doing well. This hockey season, it's hard to say. It's going to be like this with basketball season, too, and I'll be talking about basketball a little bit later on in future episodes. But again, with the NHL season, we're, we're only in week one right now. We are. Like, that's where it is. And is there going to be some question marks? Yes, there will be. Toronto's goalie situation is going to be one. Montreal and Ottawa's young core will be another one. Buffalo, will they finally at least get themselves into contention for the playoffs? Like, it's if you're a Sabres fan, this definitely has been stressful. It really has. If you're a Leafs fan, we've talked about it before, will you finally win a series? Before it was Florida that held the record for the longest drought within a playoff series win. They ended that this past year. Toronto is now holding on to that record. Will they finally end that? Like we, we'll see here. Detroit, what, what will they do? Like, and again, I, I mentioned before in my last episode, I made my predictions for my top three for each division, my two wild cards for the playoffs. I, I mentioned that earlier. But again, it's it's only week one, guys. And right now, I think that a lot of things are still being worked out. Again, most teams have only played two games. A couple have played four. Like Nashville has played four, right? They're two and two. So... It's right now, can I give it an opinion of the first week? The first week I can say is it's been exciting. You're seeing great matchups. You're seeing potential playoff matchups like Rangers and Tampa. That's a potential uh, first or second round matchup there. Pittsburgh, Tampa, that's a playoff round there too, potentially. Toronto, Washington could be. But again, it's it's right now to make a report it's exciting to have it back. Are there going to be hiccups already? Yes. Is it time to panic right now? No. If it was March and April and you're a fan, I'd probably be ripping up the drywall out of your house, wondering if they're going to make it into the playoffs. But it's it's a long season, folks, for the NHL, and just be patient because a lot of good things could happen. And if, you know, it's anything can go in hockey, and just like basketball as well or any sport. Anything can go either way. And, you know, I'm happy that the season is back. I'm looking forward to it. But uh, it's it's definitely going to be exciting to see how this all plays out this NHL season, but definitely looking forward to it. Um, I will be doing my top 10 teams to watch this season later on in the episode. Uh, But definitely lots of stuff looking forward to this NHL season. It has definitely been an exciting MLB playoffs, to say the least. Uh, it's been a couple episodes since I last talked about it. Uh, last I talked about uh, Tampa Bay falling to Cleveland. Uh, we also talked about the Jays uh, getting swept by Seattle and their matchups with the Yankees and the Astros. Those series are going on. Uh, last we were waiting on the Padres to win their series to go on and face the Dodgers. And then we had Philly who upset uh the Cardinals, and then now they just upset the World Series champions, the defending champions, Atlanta Braves. They're going on and waiting for their opponent between the Padres and the Dodgers. And 
I am kind of going for the Padres in this series just because, like I explained before, this team is built to compete against that organization. And I think it's time for them to show now. They're down 2-0 in Game 4. If the Dodgers pull it out, we're going to a Game 5 uh, Sunday night. Uh, and then the Yankee series, Cleveland just won today. They're up 2-1. They're going into Game 4 tomorrow. And then the Astros, who just closed out against Seattle, uh, and they swept them in three. That game is going to, that game went to 18 innings today with a one nothing win for the Astros. Uh, Pena with the, the home run, which was great to see. And again, another walk-off home run in that Guardians and Yankees game too. Um, but it definitely is an exciting playoff to say the least, uh, especially with an upset with what the Phillies are doing too. Phillies nagged that last wild card spot, and now they're going up against uh, the winner of, obviously, the winner between uh, the Padres and the Dodgers. So that's exciting to see. And again, great for the Phillies. And again, Bryce Harper. Can he get another World Series with a different team? Or sorry, actually, he hasn't won. My apologies. The Nationals won after he went to Philly. So can he get his first World Series uh, win? So definitely looking forward to seeing how that plays out. Definitely will be exciting. But again, the Yankees, the series is 2-1. Aaron Judge just ended his drought for the playoffs with a home run. But here we are again, the Yankees, which is what I was concerned about, they should be competing and they should be winning this series. Now, I have slept on Cleveland, and I didn't sleep on the Astros because, like I said, the Astros series, it's going to be experience is what's going to help them get over that hump. And I did think the Jays were going to get there, but again, the Astros have experience, and that's what got them to the back to the ALCS. And the Yankees now... You had the guy who just had 62 home runs, but you also have Giancarlo Stanton and you have all this money spent. But here you are down a game. You have to win tomorrow to force five, and then it's, you know, winner take all the next game. But right now the Guardians, who I have slept on, I mentioned that, I did sleep on this team. I thought Tampa, and that series was close too. That, that series was very tight between Tampa and Cleveland. That could have gone either way. But again... The Yankees, for what they expect, are not what they're expecting. <laughs> they're not living up to what they should be. Sorry, that's how it should be. Where they should not be, they should be living up to what they are. Like again, you have one of the best hitters. You have all that money in pitching. You have hitters, but again, right now the Guardians are just taking advantage of it. And maybe the Giant wakes up in Game Four. Maybe, maybe we see that. But right now. It's it's do or die for the Yankees tomorrow, so it's either they show up or they go home. And again, the Yankees have struggled last year. They lost to the Red Sox in the wild card. But again, this is not the same Yankees team that you know years past. But this team has always struggled, and the bats have always struggled too. And their pitching core is also as well. But we'll see what Game Four brings. We, we do. I'm excited for the Astros going back to ALCS. I'm happy for the Philly for the Phillies to win. Looking forward to potentially a game four tomorrow night or game five tomorrow between the Padres and Dodgers. Let's hope that the Padres can get one back. Let's let's hope. Uh, they're down to nothing, but right now it's at the top of the sixth, and it looks like the Dodgers have two on base with two out. 
So hopefully they can get to the bottom and get some runs in and close out this series. But this is the series here that I've been looking forward to watching the Dodgers and Padres. And I do like the Padres to pull it out again. That roster that they built, and I mentioned it earlier, that's built to try and compete against the Dodgers, the money that they spent. So right now it's just wait and see and how this plays out. But again, it's right now we already have two teams already off to the conference cha- or uh, the ALCS and the NLCS, uh, the league championships. I almost said conference championships, but here we are, the league championships. So we'll see how those go. Now they're just waiting. And again, an exciting game four tomorrow with the Yankees and Guardians and potentially a game five of the Dodgers and Padres, but looking forward to those matchups. So now it's for my top 10, and I mentioned earlier in the hockey segment that we will be doing the top 10 uh, NHL teams to watch this season. Now this is just my 10 teams to watch. Um, definitely been, like I said, it's exciting that the hockey is back, but you can't really predict everything to go right, right away in that first one. It's an 82-game season, but there are some teams to watch in those in that season. Some may make the playoffs, some may not. Uh, some may finally win a series. Some may actually win a Stanley Cup, but who knows? But again, th- these are my 10 teams to watch this season. I have a couple Canadian teams. I may have a fan favorite of mine on this list, but here it is, top 10 NHL teams to watch this season. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. So here we go with my top 10 teams to watch this season. Number 10, we're going with the Pittsburgh Penguins. The core is still together. Can they do a deep run and finally win a first round? It's been a while. It's been since 2017, 2018 since they lost one. Can they make another run at a Stanley Cup? Number nine, going to the Columbus Blue Jackets. You signed Johnny Hockey to the team. You have Patrick Line. Uh, now Line is a little hurt and won't be back for a couple of weeks with all the money spent on that player and that team that you have. Can you make some noise? Number eight, Florida could have been hired to, for a team to watch, but with everything that's changed there, you trade away Huberto to go to Calgary. Then you got back Chuck, new face of the franchise. Definitely interesting to watch this season and how can they repeat what they did last year. But again, it will see everything has changed in that uh, town. Uh, going with number seven, we're going to see the Leafs here. Now the Leafs, obviously we know their record over the last couple of years, no wins in the playoffs. Um, can they finally get around around one? And I know Tavares talked about the maturity of this team growing every year. What's going to be the excuse now when they if they don't win again? What is it? Um, they went to seven with Tampa. We saw how that played out. Every year they have the opportunity to win the series. It does not go through. So we'll see what they can do. But they're my number seven team to watch. Number six, Edmonton. They made a deep run last year. They added Jack Campbell. We'll, we'll see how this team goes. Can they repeat the success now that they have a consistent goalie potentially in Jack Campbell can they make that deeper run is the Stanley Cup finals now in within reach for this team number five Hurricanes who've been playing very well the last couple of years the thing is can they repeat on that success from last year number four Calgary just like Florida you brought in some new faces Huberto was part of the Kachuk trade 
You also add Nassim Kadri. We'll, we'll, we'll see what this team can do. And then I do. Like, the ceiling is higher than I've seen here. We already know what Edmund can do. We're excited to see if they repeat Hurricanes as well. Calgary, can they, with this new core revamped team, can they make the changes as well? And also, they didn't. They lost Johnny Hockey as well, so they lost a big piece, two big pieces there. We'll see what the Flames can do going forward. That's my number four team. Number three, the Rangers had a great season last year. We saw what they did in the first round. We'll see what they can do again. Can they go deeper again? That's what we're looking forward to. Like the Rangers have a good core. They think they can, I think they can make another run deeper. I think they can actually make it to the Cup Finals. So we'll see how that team goes. But I do like the Rangers. That's my number three team to watch. Number two, Tampa Bay. Why not? This core has been has basically been untouchable. Not much has changed with. Uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, look for them to potentially be contenders to go back to the Cup Finals, potentially even win. Uh, again, I mentioned the Rangers. That would be one of their competitions to go up against. And number one, obviously, Colorado Avalanche. They won the Cup last year. Can they repeat? They did lose some pieces in the offseason. Kadri was one of them. That was a big piece for them uh, for the offense, also defense as well, physical presence. But we'll see what uh, Colorado can do. Can they be a, a repeat? They're going to face some tough matchups. They are. The season's still early, but again, the, the Avalanche are definitely the number one team to watch. Repeat is always on the mind when you have the Stanley Cup champions. Penguins and uh, Lightning have only been those teams that have repeated again, so let's just see how that goes for the Avalanche. So that's my top ten teams. Uh, Pitt, Blue Jackets, Panthers, Leafs, Oilers, Hurricanes, Flames, Rangers, Lightning, and the Avalanche for those teams to watch. A couple others as well. You can mention Ottawa. You can also throw in Montreal with those young cores. Uh, also, you can probably take a look at the Islanders too. They, they don't have a superstar, but that core just works well with each other. Um, and then, you know, we'll see what Ovechkin and the Washington Capitals can do too. So, also, the Kings, you know, Anaheim, also Vegas. Can they uh, make some rumblings as well? But definitely looking for a lot of teams to watch. And again, like I mentioned, it's great to have hockey back. You can't really judge uh, the first week of it. Like, a lot of things could change. Uh, but again, it's a long season. It's an 82-game season. But uh, these are the 10 teams that I'm looking forward to watch this season. So that's it for tonight's episode of the podcast. Uh Lots more to cover in the next episode. NBA is back. Um, I'm excited to have the Raptors season back. Also, the roster for the Raptors, I'm really excited to see. Um, Before we go, Coloco, who made the final roster spot, which I'm happy to see, the second round pick. You still have Siakam, uh, Freddie, Trent, OG, Scotty Barnes, Precious, Ken Birch. Uh, You have also... Uh, Porter Jr., who they signed, Thaddeus Young, Chris Boucher. This team is going to be exciting. This team can be a sleeper for that. And I'll cover much more in the next episode of the podcast as the season kicks off this week. NBA is back. Uh, Tuesday night is the first two games, Raptors home opener. Like I mentioned earlier when I was talking about trying to get tickets, that is uh, kicking off Wednesday against the Cavaliers, which I'm excited to talk about. And again, 
Uh, my next top 10 will be uh, looking into the NBA. I may do my top 10 NBA teams to watch, uh, just like how I did my top NHL teams to watch this season as well. But again, uh, looking forward to the NBA season. Update, USC lost to Utah, upset. Uh, Utah was number 20, USC was number 7, 43 to 42. Again, like I mentioned, USC could not stop Utah's offense. Um, congratulations to Utah on winning. They, they, they definitely needed it after their two losses that they've suffered this season. Definitely not the way Utah was expecting their season to go. Um, but again, they, they scored the touchdown. They got the two-point conversion at the end. And just USC, a lot of things, a lot of people say it's the penalties. But again, USC, they couldn't stop a beach ball from what Utah was doing. They were just moving the offense very well. And to get the two-point conversion to win, um, credit to the coaching staff, credit to them, credit to Rising, who's played phenomenal today um, against the Trojans. And Trojans had no answer. That's what I'll leave it as. They started off good, but it's a four-quarter game. But they they, they had the opportunity to seal this game. Defense is where it let down. That's where it is. Defense let it down for the Trojans. You have to make stops. That's what happened. They could not stop Utah. Utah retaliated just like once USC scored, Utah was back at it again. So Utah with that win, USC, um, I know I mentioned earlier with my predictions of rankings, things will change. I still think that Alabama will be in the top 10. I'm going to go still with saying 10. USC will be out of the top 10 tomorrow. That's where I'm going with my rankings. You lost to a top 20 team. Um, You're going to be pushed out. Look at like UCLA, Oregon, um, TCU to be in there. Maybe those teams push up Alabama. I still think that Alabama drops because I think what they're going to look at is they're going to look at the wins and also – you're going to see as much as they beat Texas A&M last week, they, they had opportunities to win today. Maybe I'm just being a little overzealous when I'm saying that Alabama, but Alabama will not be a top five team tomorrow and around that. They'll be in the top 10. Uh, I know I keep saying I see them as a number ranked team as 10. Um, but again, for me, for my predictions for the rankings tomorrow, I'll repeat it again. Georgia won. Ohio State 2, I'm giving respect and love to Tennessee for what they did today. Give them the number 3. As much as you want to say Alabama blew it, Tennessee closed it out in 1. Tennessee 3, Michigan 4, because they beat Penn State 5. It's going to be Clemson. Um, and Let me just take a look at the other games too, because I believe Oklahoma State won. They won their game. No, Oklahoma State did not win their game. Uh, let me just take a look here at the college football rankings again, because I do apologize for that. I just want to look at here again. I know football has always been on that, so let me just pull it up again. Um, Oklahoma lost to TCU, so they will potentially be out of that. USC will potentially be out. Um, Old Miss, have them jump up. They had a big win today. Uh, so, again, I... I Alabama will be dropped out of the top five. Look at Old Miss to probably jump up to seven, maybe six, depending on where they put Alabama. Again, I know I keep saying 10, um, 
again, I'm being a little overzealous, but again, so what I'm looking at for the, the rest of it, uh, Old Miss jumping up USC, Oklahoma State, I see them being out. Uh, TCU, UCLA, and Oregon, why not put them in the 10? I do look at that here. Um, now the question is who goes where, and I don't think they're going to put Ohio State above that, but UCLA did beat Utah, so look for them to jump into the top 10. Um, so again, as much as I want to say Alabama's 10, that's just me being overzealous. Right now, I know I'm rebuttaling what I said earlier in the podcast that they're going to be 10. It could change. It could. Um, with everything going on, but USC is not, or sorry, uh, Alabama will not be in the top five. Look for them to be the bottom 10 of the top 10, or sorry, top 25 AP rankings for tomorrow. So that comes out. So again, a few changes. And I know anything can happen. USC fell to Utah today, 43-42. It's, it's a tough one to watch, but it's, it's all in UC, USC's defense. No answer. The penalties, were majority of them were on there in the false starts on offense, but you got to make stops. USC was scoring. You can, only, you can only go so much in scoring if your defense can't stop. You, you really can't. So it, it was a tough game, and I can go on for another hour about this, but right now... We got some other things. So uh, that's it for today's episode of the podcast. I hope you enjoyed it again. NBA is back. Looking forward to that. We'll talk about that in my next episode. Um, I will recap much more as well. I know I didn't really talk about the Japanese Grand Prix that happened last week. Uh, Verstappen with another win. Also, the accidents the last two races. The weather last week was really scary. The fact that they were driving in the beginning of that. We had, they had two drivers go out right away. Uh, and if you watch that race, you saw the highlights of what it looked like. Peter Gasly's, uh, Pierre, sorry, Pierre Gasly's camera saw what the vision was like, which was scary. So definitely uh, was a scary race. And even the week before as well, six crashes um, as well. Six drivers just gone from that race. So I'll talk more about the Grand Prix and uh, other episodes as well, just to catch up on. Sorry, not Grand Prix, F1. Um, but again, lots of stuff going on with the NHL season back, NBA kicking off this week, plus changes to the college football rankings. Can catch up on that. My picks, lots of other stuff to catch up on as well. But I hope again, hope you did enjoy tonight's episode of the podcast. Recap of my picks: Vikings, Bucks, Cards, Eagles, Bills, uh, and my top ten teams to watch again. Uh, if you're just getting into the season, Pittsburgh, uh, Columbus, Florida, Toronto, Edmonton, Carolina, Calgary. New York Rangers, Tampa Bay Lightning, and the Colorado Avalanche. Those are my 10 teams to watch this season. So enjoy the rest of your weekend. Uh, Enjoy your week as well. I'll be back next week. Uh, This is the Draining Jimmy's Podcast.